Tackle Podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Dick swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. Can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with. The, we're not gonna lead. Uh, with Woo! We are live in color, full HD. Is it full HD? I don't know. It should be full HD. I clicked the tab. I clicked <laughs> the tab in the HD. advanced options on Zoom. We are Fantastic. coming to you live on Facebook now. Finally, we've uh, we've been holding off on that for a while. I feel like, and uh, we've been mainly Instagram. Yeah, you know, it's we're still ironing out sort of the details, but hopefully we'll be able to you know bring you a cool sound effects. You, if you were just watching the very first one that we've done tonight. Uh, you heard our theme song uh, coming in, which it's pretty cool. It's a good way to get pumped up coming into the show. Hell yeah, man! I got pumped up. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm fucking pumped. Yeah, man. seriously. I am fucking. I'm about to rip this shirt off. Oh, I got God. buttons on my shirt. I'm about. To, look, there's there's skin showing. Yeah, I'm yeah. He's my, ripping his shirt off. People. If you were watching the live stream, I I didn't even intentionally mean to do that. I'm a little upset. He's a little jacked Come up on. on sugar right now. Whew. Baby, I'm sorry. Whole bunch of Mountain yeah. Dew chip. Check out that Facebook live stream. It's easy to see. We're going to do a little hinting from now on and let you guys know on Facebook when we're going to go live to you. Uh, we'll schedule it out. We're actually, we'll actually give you like an, a definite this time. Yes. You know, we've been a little flaky. We're slackers. Give us a break. Kind of comes with the territory. Now we'll be able to tell you, hey, listen, it's going to be 7 o'clock on Friday. It's going to be 7 o'clock on Saturday. Whatever it is, you'll know ahead of time. I think we can and schedule them way out too, right? Way out, yeah. So... Everybody will be in the circle of trust here, and we will all know what's going on. We will be able to get American Slacker in the full dosage with no more shenanigans, and that's what we all wanted, I think. And maybe you'll be able to chime in, sort of give us a little bit of your feedback. We love talking to you on Instagram Mm -hmm. now. We have even more freedom to do it on Facebook, so we're we're looking forward to getting that FaceTime with you guys. Hell yeah. We might even interact with you guys during the show if you actually say something to us we'll see we'll see how it goes but welcome to american slacker podcast as always i'm matt it's a little late and i'm jesse late on the uh late on the queue with uh hedrick's guitar hey side note we talked about this yeah i know i wasn't ready it's my first time man (laughs) man well hey you did a pretty damn good job i'm gonna say well thank you sir uh, some more people who did a pretty damn good job are the people who retweeted our latest episode. And uh, we always like to show them a little bit of love back by picking one of them to shout out on our next show. So, Matt, this time around we got 30 retweets. 30. All right. Uh, you know what? Today is a pretty fucking legendary day, man. It's the first live Facebook. We're going to go with today's date. It is the 21st. So All we're right. going to go with number 21. Number 21. All right, old enough to drink and old enough to win the shout-out. We got uh, Just In Time with J&T Baggers, and that's at J&T Podcast 
on Twitter. Three okay. broke stoners with limitless potential, arguing about and laughing at everything life puts in front of them. Mostly music and film. I like. And they're out of Hemet, California. I'm not sure where Hemet is. Okay, yeah, I've never heard of Hemet, California at all. I would have thought that was like Wisconsin. Yeah, Hemet. That's a, that sounds more like a Wisconsin thing. Cool. Awesome, though. You should check these guys check out. out. We've been retweeting back and forth with them. I think we're in a couple Twitter groups with them as well. So uh, good on you guys. At JN, the letter N, T podcast. On Hell Twitter. yeah. Check them out. Sounds worthy of checking out. I like For it. For sure. So, Matt, what do we got coming up in today's show? Well, as always, we start out with the bizarre news from across the world for the week. And uh, we're going to talk about the the green rush, man. You've heard of the gold rush. We're going to talk about the green rush in Florida. All right. So get ready for that. Then we're going to bounce around to technology. There's a lot of shit happening, man. We live in a crazy time. Elon Musk is shooting Teslas to space. I can't get over that. I know it's shooting Teslas into the sun. Man. Yeah. Into the sun. Just for fun. Just it's to see what happens. He's doing. Stick around. We got a little more musky talk going on. Then we're going to finish it out with a uh, in-house creation called the Wheel of Weird, which we talk about the weirdest thing we can find on Wiki Unusuals. And uh, we spin our little wheel. It's a uh, custom in-house concoction. And uh, we'll see what she lands on. We'll go from there. So stick around. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight on this first Facebook live stream. Woo! Feeling great. I'm feeling fucking froggy. And you know, with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. Woo! I'm hyped, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta chill out. Maybe smoke some of that weed. Maybe right, that'll, maybe that'll help you. Where we're going for this one is over to Illinois, where they're using marijuana to fight the opioid crisis. Okay. The Illinois legislator has become the first state to give doctors the ability to prescribe marijuana instead of opiates in an effort to fight the opioid epidemic that's plaguing this country. Awesome, okay. They're definitely pioneers in this. Um, You know, several other states like California and Oregon have passed medical marijuana usage, but Illinois is the very first one to say, like, to any doctor, you know, you can prescribe either opioids or medical marijuana. And it seems like a lot of them are starting to prescribe medical marijuana. Seems like a lesser of the evil, in my opinion. Not nearly as addictive and doesn't, you know, (laughs) destroy your body, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like opioids would. Now, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, uh, this summer began to uh, allow doctors to prescribe marijuana to patients who are addicted to opioids, and Ohio is considering a similar law. But Illinois is the first state to give doctors the blanket right to choose between the two. Okay. So maybe if they're not getting hooked in the first place, getting prescribed them, then they won't have to use marijuana to get off of the opioids. True. Right. Yeah. Avoiding the incident in the first place. So it's a good step. It's a bold step. And we'll see if it pays off for him, Cotton. <laughs> we're we're going to be watching Illinois and seeing what's happening with them. If you want to read more about this article and the uh, laws that are being passed in Illinois to help fight the opi- opioid crisis. You can never say opioid, man. I know. I feel you. That's one of those words that just gets you. Every single time. So uh, if you want to read a little bit more about it, we'll be posting this up on our Facebook page where you can also watch our beautiful new live stream. Ooh, I like that little drop there. Well, it's not the only dabbling we're going to do in weed news on this episode. We're going to move to Maine, where we're talking to Charlotte Gill, the owner of Charlotte's legendary lobster pound in Southwest Harbor. Legendary? 
legendary. Legendary, man. If you're gonna get lobsters, you're not just gonna go to Red Lobster. Anybody that goes to Red Lobster for lobster, they're a fucking amateur. You're a fool. Amateur fool. You're a fool. You're, you're not even a fool, you're an amateur fool. How about that? You haven't even become an intermediate fool at that point. Yeah. God. Now, you wanna go to a legit lobster joint, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And, and being a lobster joint, you gotta know what's going on, man. And Mrs. Gill, she's thinking about the, the modern days. She's tired of watching lobsters suffer as they're being boiled alive, man. Let's not fucking kid around. Like, that's how we cook lobsters. They're alive, we throw them into the boiling pot. How do we not see that as torture? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, they do taste mighty scrumptious. <laughs> They do. They do. And there's a ton of different studies going around like where crustaceans might not feel pain like we do as humans. Regardless, I think we're, whatever you are, if you get thrown in a boiling pot of water, you're going to fucking feel something. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not particular to hot tubs. But. <laughs> Me neither, man. I'd rather take a cool lap in a fucking pool. There you go. And uh, Mrs. Gill is feeling the same way as us. She's saying, hey, maybe these lobsters have an easier way to meet their demise. Why don't we get these guys a little high before we fucking throw them in the hot tub? Okay. All right. Going out so with she's, a bang, I guess. Hell yeah. And I'm all for this. I really feel like, hey, if you're going to die, why not like get the fucking last minute joint? You, got, you get your last meal on death row. Why not get your last high? You know what I'm saying? Okay. I didn't know lobsters could get high. I didn't know this either, man. <laughs> and apparently, this has been a test that she's been running. I haven't seen any other testing done with marijuana and crustaceans at all. Yeah. But she's been running some tests and uh, basically putting lobsters in a tank, filling it with smoke so that the smoke perforates into the oxygen bubbles that go into the tank. And uh, the lobsters go from, like, really, like, jittery, like, moving around a lot to being a little bit of a sedated effect to where they're not so, like, uh, they're not trying to jab at you or run away from you so she put him in a bubbler yes dude she basically was token on a monster bubbler with these lobsters inside so it's like having a grab bong say hey let me throw a little lobster in there see you're much better using uh like a medicated butter <laughs> rubbing wait rubbing the lobster down with like kind of a lobster oh massage? yeah Is that's that... real good hell yeah get, get it in those massage. crevices get nice them in and there get them under the Get him under the armor plating that a lobster has. And then let him just soak in that, that butter bath. Yeah, man. And now, surprisingly, uh, Mean has said, no, we can't allow this <laughs> shit. You can't be serving this at a restaurant. What if this actually makes the people that are ingesting the lobster fail drug tests and oh, come no. up with marijuana in their system and get high? Like, that's what they're worried about. That's a weird worry. You know, I don't I, I don't know how many lobsters you'd have to eat, stone lobsters you'd have to eat to get stoned yourself. Yeah, right? I feel like it would, through the transition, I mean, it might get lost easily. I don't know. Maybe I'm arrogant. Or you could just slap medicated on the tank and just be like, these are medicated lobsters. <laughs> right? Yeah, have special lobsters. Like, there's a separate tank. Hey, these are ones that are just, uh, they're all green. Right. They go green, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's where Mrs. Gill, she's setting up a couple of uh, experiments. She's had multiple of her uh, employees eat these lobsters and take pee tests and they do not show up positive for marijuana oh, so okay. so we've got a good testing going on in house right now she's had this happen multiple times she's trying to get the state in on it they're saying no she can't serve them the cannabis lobsters yet but okay. she's hoping with this research and maybe hey a little publicity might help her out if uh, you guys check it out fucking hey i'm hoping this works out i mean 
I'm all for making it the least way of suffering. And uh, I'm not the only one. Switzerland actually released a huge thing where they were saying uh, kill the lobsters instead of boiling. Oh, not saying it's illegal to like no, boil lobsters. Straight up, kill the lobsters. I was like, what the? They're fuck? saying, well, there's more immediate ways of killing the lobster instead of boiling alive. You can actually, you know, like put a knife through the. Like, I thought they were uh, talking about lobster genocide. The spinal they were just system out to get or something. Them. No, God no. Hopefully not. Giant. Ooh, I don't want any lobsters after me. They're creepy. <laughs> don't want to get uh, on their bad side. So yeah, well, I'm interested to see if Maine cools their shit, lets this happen, because I feel like, hey, lobsters deserve one last big bang before they go into the pot. I guess so. A little bit of pot before they go into the pot, right? Come before on. Pot before the pot. Before Makes the pot. a lot of yeah. sense. That's what we're saying here at American Slacker. <sighs> Let's hear your opinions. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd like to know. Can lobster? <laughs> are you cool with lobsters getting high? Well, uh, if we're talking about things that come from the sea... What if I told you there's a legend of a very elusive sea creature that has turned up in Florida? Are we talking like a sea Nessie? We're talking about a sea weedy. Sea weedy. This like is weeds? Like what, what <laughs> no, about? no, no. More like cannabis. There's uh oh. There's right. stories and legends of marijuana just washing up on the beaches of Daytona. And all Ooh. over Florida, in fact. And these and Man. these legends actually ring true because Hurricane Florence did a number on us, uh, as as you can tell from the oh, news footage man. in North Carolina and Virginia. Um, Shout out to everybody out there that's dealing with that shit. I hope everyone's doing as well smooth. as they can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, you know, Florida was affected as well, <laughs> not in getting hit by the hurricane, but with all the drugs that seemed to have washed up on the beaches after. Oh jeez, where are these drugs coming from? So they said uh, officials say that these drugs could have come um, somewhere as far south as Puerto Rico. Uh, it could have okay. been a an airdrop that missed the boat, a boat that just mm. didn't find it, or uh, possibly a boat that had it and turned over um, in the in the rough Oof. waters. Man, so this multiple occasions has been happening, huh? Yeah, but all of the these different they've been found on several different beaches and and apparently the scene when people found them it was every uh reaction you could have expected from drugs washing up on the beach. One person uh ran over and started, you know, grabbing some of the packages of of cannabis and throwing them in their truck. And they were like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hold on to these and bring them to the cops. It's like, yeah, sure you are, buddy. Another uh, another yeah. guy was trying to defend the pile so that other people couldn't take it. So so that the they, you know, hold it till the cops show up. Till the the cops show up, quotation marks, a.k.a. their buddies in the pickup truck. This weed was super soaked from like floating around in the ocean. <laughs> Dry that shit out with a fucking blow dryer and you got something to sell. That's what I'm saying. A little bit of sea salt on the side with your with your cannabis, I guess. Salty weed? You could start a whole new thing, man. Jesus. It's like uh, the salted caramel. It's going to be salted salt cannabis. Weed, man? You got that salt weed? Because that's what I'm looking for. I don't want any of that regular. I don't want kush. I want the salt. Some of that salt weed. So, yeah, the these free packages washing up on, uh, on the beaches of Florida. They don't know who they belong to, but uh, there's an awful lot of them appearing. Man, so keep, keep that's your eye amazing. Out in Florida, I guess. It just makes me want to linger around beaches 
and just wait for the for my moment where the, a bale of marijuana just shows up at my feet and I just run off happiness. A number of people got arrested. What? Because it's possession Man. at that point. Talk about Debbie Downers. These cops need to chill. Those are just treasures washing up on the shore, and these people are collecting. Yeah, it's like uh, pirate life, you know. Man. You gotta find that booty. Gotta find the booty. Man, you know, I wish this kind of tale could happen to everybody. Not everybody's lucky enough to find a stash like that. Maybe uh, if we had a little help, you know, maybe if you had a drug dog. But I, I think dogs are the old age thing. I, I hear now cats are the way to go. Oh, and our next really? story is going to prove that. And we're heading to Southwest England in Somerset, where we have a uh, police Twitter account showing us an image of a bag full of drugs. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what these drugs are. I've cross-referenced this news story over and over. I mean, it looks like cocaine or heroin. It's some kind of powder. Some sort of powder. But it is okay. a, it's a grocery bag full of little sacks. And I'm talking, like, some serious money's worth of heavy drugs. Oh, damn. Someone's missing from? that. It's not just, uh... Somebody's missing that, right? Not turning up. Where this showed up is the most amazing part. This, sh this stash showed up in a cat's bed at a home in St. Paul's in Bristol, England. This, so, how deep was this cat in with the mob? That's what I'm wondering, man. This cat has some connections. And Seriously? the owners are wondering the same thing, man. When they went to notice the cat, it was curling up in its bed, rolling around, and they noticed this little sack. And they're like, what the fuck is this? And they opened it, man. You know, it's nothing starts, but drugs. It starts with catnip. Man. And then it just moves on to the harder stuff. Just moves on. He had 30 small portions of heavy drugs, man. The catnip led to the heavy shit. Wow. Maybe it American Slacker's where it starts, that we start saying, hey, maybe catnip is a gateway drug for cats. It could be. Then they start slinging dope on the corner. Man. Oh, let's hope not. So was this, I'm guessing this is an outdoor cat brought home a little, uh, little something-something. Oh, it is 100% an outdoor cat that brought home a little something-something. And uh, the owners, I mean, instead of keeping the something-something for themselves, they call the police, and the police are amazed and saying, hey, f forget police dogs, we should start training up cats. There you go. New jobs. I'll put my cats to work. They don't bring in any income. Man, right? Freeloaders. Look at my lazy ass. They, my cats don't bring me any satchels of weed, and they I am quite shit. upset about this. The watch Pieces bugs of shit. walk around, I'm like, what are you doing, man? Earn your key. Man, go, go out there and get me sacks of weed. Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have another uh, animal story. We're, we're moving on to Texas where a woman or superhero, maybe in this case, this lady is the mayor of a town, just became a great grandmother, and killed a giant gator. A 12-foot gator, in fact. Jesus, were there bare hands? Like, how did this happen? Well, why did she... Why is she killing this gator? She Wait a minute. She threw her grandchildren at it, and then when it was distracted... Should I be worried? Should I be on Gator... Team Gator? Team Gator? This point? No. No, this, this is a sweet lady. Her name is Judy Cochran. And she's the... Wait, any relation to Johnny Cochran? Uh, no. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at least right. it wasn't mentioned in the article. Just checking. So, Judy Cochran is the mayor of Livingston, Texas, and she took down this 580-pound alligator with with one shot. Was, one shot? Yeah, one shot. 
It was like a fist or wait with a gun? Just, what, just cold clocked him in the jaw once. Fucking damn. Laid out him out cold. No, she Gator had, punch. She she had what looked like a, a a hunting rifle of some sort, and they happened to get the um the gator uh lassoed sort of and pulled in and they took him out. And normally, you know, you'd leave a gator alone, but she was out for vengeance because about three years ago, they we came up missing a mini horse, is what what they are quoted as saying. Okay. And they suspected that this gator was the culprit. Oh, that bastard. He straight up snatched the mini horse and ate him, huh? Yeah, that seems to be the the, uh, suspicion of what went down with that horse, because it... It was gone after that. And this 12-foot gator, yeah, it could probably it could probably do a number on a mini horse. Well, he definitely didn't just like kidnap it and sell it on the black market. You don't know. <laughs> you know what these gators are up to in their free time. I guess I don't know what they're going capable on Craigslist. of. Uh, I don't know. The black market's deep these days. <laughs> Very true. So so she shot him once, he went under, and now she's got him uh hanging up by by a piece of rope, and she says that its head's going in her office. Man, that's cold-blooded. The saddest thing is, it's never going to bring back her mini horse. Too You're dark? Right. The alligator Too is cold-blooded, man. <laughs> man. Well, hell, I mean, shit, at least she went out there. She dealt with it in her own terms. She was like, that motherfucker killed my horse. I'm going to kill him. Like, I just, I feel like it's it's the truest tale of redemption there could be. Yeah, she she definitely got revenge. That's right. well. There's there's no evidence saying that this uh, alligator definitely killed it, but it's highly suspected. Ah, eh, gator's a gator. Gator's I mean, a gator. Yeah. Gator's a gator. He, he's big enough. Gator. He could have te- he could have taken a mini horse. He looks like he could have. I mean, let's shoot him in the face. Oh, easily. Well, fuck. I don't know. That's not the only uh, big buffet meal we're going to talk about today. We're going to close it out. We're talking. A German triathlete, Haroslav Bobrovsky. Nice. And this man has a hell of a name for a reason. Because he's the man that has been banned from the buffet. Alright? He went to a sushi bar. And uh, I guess the owners turned out to not be too happy with him. When uh, apparently he polished off about 100 plates of food. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, it, it equals out... It equaled out to be about 18 pounds of sushi, which I don't know. I know you like sushi, right, Jesse? Yeah, I do. Sushi is not cheap. I mean, you when you buy like a, a typical roll, what are you getting? A quarter pound and it costs you about six, seven bucks, right? I'd say it's less than a quarter pound because it really depends on like uh, how much fish you have in the roll, too. Because a lot yeah. of times they'll put in vegetables and stuff, too. Yeah, so it's pretty expensive, man. That's, for, a, I, that's what I was just weight. thinking, like... 18 pounds of sushi, that's like a lot of rice and a lot of fish. Man, I couldn't imagine finishing off six plates of, of like full-on sushi. Right? And the way this works is uh, you've been to, uh, I believe you've been to one, where they have the riverboat situation going on with the sushi coming by on the riverboat. Yeah, man, those are always so socially awkward because you like rock that shit and you almost tip in. If they have two plates on mm-hmm. it, God forbid, you're going to send God one of those... Sushi rolls straight into the depths of uh, that little um, <laughs> moat you got going there, and it's just gonna be like, Davy oh, Jones shit. locker. <laughs> you got to just pull that shit back out and take it because now it's yours. You got wet sushi, man. Ah, uh, well, apparently the way that it was going was this guy would grab like four plates in a row, man. So. <laughs> 
as the next person in line, you're gonna be a little upset when you don't get a California roll, when you don't get the next teriyaki roll, whatever. Like, you're gonna be pissed when there's not much of a selection coming your way because the dude in front of you is globbing every single plate. <laughs> He's just got and like I mean, a toll booth set up for these little boats. So, like, oh, so I, stop I kinda, here, sir. I need this. Uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get a little bit of the upsetting of the owner. Um,. I, I, man, usually I would side with the buffet guy because, I mean, you're not going to, how are you going to open a buffet and not really be all you can eat? Right. But at the same time, it's like there is kind of like a an unsaid limit here. Come on. Let's be realistic. I mean, and, I hate to be contrarian, man, but there is no limit if it's all you can eat. I could eat dude, you out of business. I don't know. When a triathlete comes in after 20 long. hours of fasting and he's ready. That's, he is ready and to how, take that. How much did it cost? It was like eighteen bucks or something, or eight. Bucks? It's only eighteen forty nine, man. Yeah. And this dude took down a hundred plates, That's eighteen solid. pounds, four over four thousand calories. That's We're, insane, man. It just—I mean—it goes against the agreement as you have. Not to a, mention the amount of mercury you're taking in at that point. Oh yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to eat that much seafood. I like seafood a little bit yeah, here and there, here but there. you know, you got to be safe. Hundred pounds. Got to be man. safe with that. These man. poor bastards. These poor bastards who put this place under. And uh, also on top of that, with all the publicity this guy's been getting, he was saying he's going to promise to do better at the uh, buffet at China City, which is a nearby restaurant. So he's kind of giving publicity to the next restaurant. Oh, shit. Wait, what he's saying dick. they, he's they do a better job over there? or uh... He's not saying that, but he's saying it. You know what I mean? Okay. He's uh, like, I'm going there with my business. Yeah, they yeah don't exactly. They about how many teas I don't order. Yeah, exactly, man. He got one. All right. That's one thing I didn't touch that Jesse's kind of underlining right there. The gentleman did order one tea while he goes there. And the owner of the establishment claims that they make all their money off of drinks. So they would have hoped that you might order an alcoholic beverage, maybe a regular Coca-Cola or something to make a little bit of money off it. He says they don't make any money off the sushi, really. It's all about the drinks that they make the money. They mark them up. So how the hell does that make sense? How do you run a business? ordering fish and not make any money off of it and be like yeah no 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 no, no. i Listen, sell coca-cola that's my we're main gonna, fucking export we make no money off the fish man hear me out hear me out we're not gonna make any money off the fish we sell it at cost but the coca-cola hear me out the that's Coca-Cola like a, is that's gold like opening a car dealership and be like we're gonna do all the cars at price we're going to charge for the pastries <laughs> in the waiting room. <laughs> Be like, pastries and coffee, we're jacking up the price. It's going to be $5. $5 in the waiting room. Yeah, exactly. $5 a pastry. We'll be rich in year. <laughs> be like, I'm they're buying you. the car anyway. They have to get the coffee. <laughs> oh, man. That's insane. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the one last thing we want to touch on while we're uh, talking about Europeans, I guess. <laughs> is is our uh, funny clip of the week? We have this Russian Twitch streamer who's on a whole other <sighs> level. Should I should I get a screen level. share on this and try and share it with our live people? I hope Facebook. We're not sure. Again, we're troubleshooting this whole Facebook live Let's stream thing. You get to hear off. the music and all that. I hope you get to see this. Um, hopefully, it doesn't get us pulled from Facebook at all. I don't know. YouTube gets us pulled a little bit. But uh, yeah, this is how I want to hype up for every game that we play. Me and Jesse play like uh, Rocket League and a couple games together. This is how I want to hype up every single time for our games now, from now on, man. Except for the eggs. This, this guy is very sweaty, wearing a Russian track jacket, eat, cracking an egg in his mouth. Just straight up, raw Let egg. Let me get your opinion. Do you, would you do a raw, rocky egg? Like a cracked in a glass? No. Like, 
I yeah. If, okay, if we're doing like Fear Factor and I need to do it to win a million dollars, then yeah. If Joe uh, Rogan's there saying, "Hey, it, I won a million dollars if I drink this gross ass egg yolk," then yes, I'll do it. Yes, but, uh, but any other situation I'm only, not I'm only acceptable. Drinking it if it makes me dance like this gentleman here. Man, yeah, I, yeah, this guy he just he cracks that egg and he just gets the jolts. That's what I'm gonna call it. And we're calling this clip Russian Twitch is weird. I guess they're, they're uh, doing different things on Russian Twitch. They're eating raw eggs. They're dancing. They're sweating profusely in track jackets with the Russian flag on them. Yeah, yeah. That um, dance move. It, <laughs> that dance move. It is coming through on Facebook. I just want ah man, look at it in all its glory. This guy is ripping it up, ripping the room up. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be we're gonna be posting that up on our Facebook page um, on I think Fridays is when we like to post up our funny clips. So be sure Hell Instagram yeah. everyone watching out there in Instagram land, please head over to our Facebook so you can watch this live and uh, get a glance yeah. at that funny clip. You guys are missing out. You get all the audio over here, all the music, all the, the sound, the intro, all the fun shit. So get over here to the Facebook for sure. And uh, before we move into technology, which we're getting awfully close to, we got to uh, play a promo from our friends over at Tuesdays with Mary. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Famous Seamus, the host of the Tuesdays with Mary podcast. We are a 420 friendly podcast designed to eliminate the stigma that stoners are dumb. If you enjoy interesting subject matter discussed with a humorous intent, this show is for you. So come pack your bowls, roll your blunts and joints, and spark up with some Tuesdays with Mary for some higher learning. Find us wherever podcasts are available. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and harmony. back with some technology for you slackers out there speaking of technology that facebook live i'm just i can't get over it yeah we hope you all join us over there where you can see us uh live and in the flesh i mean we've mentioned it a bunch but i mean check out that facebook live it's beautiful you get to hear that music that jesse just played it's lovely we're just so proud we're so we're, proud we're saying that instagram is like the child that we like less now unfortunately it is it is man Man, let's move along to that technology talk, though. All right. Well, uh, a big thing in the world of technology is the release of the new iPhones. We have the iPhone XS and the iPhone XS, Ma- XS Max, which I'm going to say they didn't do it like X next to an S. Come on, man. I can't fucking do <sighs> this. It's like such a tongue twister. And it's just two letters. Which makes no sense because it's not extra small. It's not something little. Like no, right? it's not. It's not too little. It's. Uh, I mean, it's the smaller of the two. The max is the larger one at like six and a half inches, I believe. But it's um, still XS Max, right? Yes, it's XS which, Max. Which makes no small. No, no small. <laughs> no sense. Yeah, it, XS it wouldn't be small. small. It'd be extra small, maximum. Maximum extra small, like yeah. which means even smaller than the XS. Like I, I fucking <laughs> god, Apple, what's going on? 
Yeah, so uh, it's basically the larger one is kind of a carbon copy of the smaller phone. Uh, they both have the new OLED screen. The glass is supposed to be tougher than the uh, iPhone X. And I know that was a big issue with a lot of people's iPhone X's because they would, you know, break end up breaking the glass on the back of the uh, phone. And that's yeah. the whole phone you need to get replaced at that point. Yeah, or all the, yeah. the whole screen on it. Yeah, no fun, man. I I had the 4S and it was glass front, glass back. And yeah. I always something was always breaking, man. Whether it's the back or the front, it was, something's fucking breaking. Though. Yeah, and I, I'm dealing with that with my my really old one. I think I have like a 6S or something like that still. And it's like I'm looking at it now on the Instagram feed, and it's just it looks like bullets Hanging. in it. It's all shattered glass. Yeah, it's very it's very disrespectful. And yeah. uh, I, I, I don't like having a phone that's all fucking broken up. So hope, I'm glad that they made the glass a little bit tougher. I'm not going to be running out to get one of these myself. They do look beautiful. There's supposed to be portrait mode on the front selfie camera now, mm. which is okay. that's cool. That's uh, yeah. something because on the uh, iPhone X, I believe it was just on the on the front side. Really? Like, well, you mean the back uh, side? The back right? side, yeah, not the not the Which makes it kind of hard if you're trying to take that selfie from the back. There's like some old phones used to have that bullshit mirror next to the camera. You remember that? Yep. They'd have like a little mirror, like so you could try to like fucking pinpoint yourself perfectly with the camera. Yeah, but, you gotta uh, have that front camera up so to I'm quality sure, now. So I'm sure a lot of people like having that front camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm not an iPhone guy myself. I'm always gonna be on the edge uh there's a lot of differences uh for me like the unlocked aspect of the android is what keeps me going like you can do anything on an android whereas apple's a little more of a locked ios that doesn't allow you to manipulate too much unless you jailbreak and void the warranty basically which is kind right. of crazy and, so and with how expensive with they are you don't necessarily Ooh. want to be doing that no man i want my insurance to be in place i mean lord knows like right now i'm about to replace the insurance on my uh, note 8 or Note 9, whatever the fuck it is. And, uh, you know, like, without that insurance, you're looking at paying another $1,000 for these phones, man. Yeah. Fuck. It's, it's over $1,000 for, for either phone, I believe. And, uh, you know, with that kind of price tag and the fact that it might just be too big for some people, this isn't going to fit comfortably in your pocket, the Max one anyway. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe the XS will, will fit a little bit better. But it's, it's weird. You see this uh, theme with phone makers going up and down in size. And uh, you can't, there's not, there's a sweet spot. You can't really go between, mm. go too much farther to either side. I feel like it all falls on personal preference, too. I mean, they're, they're bringing back, like, the Razer flip phone. You know, like, it, it depends on what you want as a person. I mean, I don't know how I feel. I don't think I could ever go back to a flip phone version. Uh, I, no. I really i am sturdy on the full solid screen, the flat aspect. Yeah, uh, I, I love it. It's, it's a great design, and they're not, and you can tell it is because they're not diverging from it all that much. Yeah, it's yeah. the same the, thing. This one does have a gold trim. Which Ooh. is pretty cool. It's very, very uh, handsome. As this in gadget uh, article, I've been. I wonder if you'll see it from under your case that you need. Otherwise, you're gonna fucking shatter that thing. That's a good point. <laughs> so, is it worth it to pay the extra? I, I wouldn't. Right, your case guy, right? Yeah, Pause. your case guy, right? Oh, on this phone? No, that's why it's all shattered. Ah oh, man, you gotta be a you gotta rock the cases. Otherwise, your phone's never gonna have a life. But then I can't have the cool uh, case that shows my personality 
I guess, man. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily jump at the bit to get this and, like, uh, that, unless you're, like, all about Apple and, like, you need the newest thing, and then, yeah, you're going to do it anyway, so. Yeah, true, right? Check them out. Maybe you can do what I'm planning on doing, which is getting one of the iPhone Xs for cheaper now. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah, wait it out, get that little bit of a discount. Yep, exactly. That would be nice, man. Well, our next story, we're moving to space for tech, and uh, we're, we're talking about Japan's Hayabasu, which is uh, it's a spacecraft that's going to dispatch a pair of rovers, and these rovers are going to do something quite extraordinary. They're going to dispatch to a one-kilometer-wide space rock, a.k.a. an asteroid, that is uh, known as Ry- Ryugu? Okay. Ryugu. But, uh, yeah, this is big moves. This is going to be the first contact with rovers to an asteroid and the reason this is a big deal is because obviously we're worried about any impacting doom from asteroids in the future this little bit of research that they can gather from this could actually help us out to uh where we can start swaying the uh the gravitational pull of these asteroids towards the earth and shit maybe push them a little bit out stuff like that okay in the long term basically they're gonna detonate an actual explosion on this uh too and take samples from it as well wow to actually see what it contains which is cool because i mean mining asteroids is another aspect that, that we haven't tapped into at all yeah I mean, there's plenty there's, of like there's silver and gold and all kinds of things up there precious God. metals yeah and maybe stuff we don't even know about in certain asteroids god so it's definitely something exciting, and I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of this. But it is a long-term project with the return of these rovers not expected until 2020. Okay. So so it's quite a bit, and they've been out since uh, 2015, too. Wow. This, yeah, the mothership that's housing these rovers has been out for quite a bit. So it's always a long-term project whenever we send anything out into space, but hopefully we can actually end up preventing long-term problems Oh with yeah, experiments like this, man, which is really cool to see. I, I'm amazed that we're actually at the point where we might be harvesting asteroids. Or, yeah, or meteors dude. Or these are these are very small rovers, um, but regardless, like the point that we're getting to, where we can land some kind of craft on a flying piece of debris in space that's going thousands of miles an hour. Yeah, it's fucking amazing, dude. It's cool. That's yeah. absolutely awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. We're looking forward to seeing what the fuck comes out of this kind of research, man. It could definitely send us uh, into the space years that we dream of in Star Wars and whatnot. Yeah, we definitely uh, we got a lot to look forward to in terms of space. Elon Musk is a good example of that. We always like talking about what he has going on. And his next big project is the big fucking rocket. It is a big fucking rocket, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's what he called it. Its its actual name is Big Falcon Rocket, but have a little bit of fun with the big same Falcon with the same rocket. letters. <laughs> yeah. This Big Falcon Rocket is supposed to be 100 feet taller than the Statue of Liberty, and about which makes it about 39 stories tall. Okay, it's pretty fucking big. Yeah, and this is uh, the one that he is planning on. Well, it's it's two it's two parts, and they're 180 foot 180 feet tall uh, when you put it all together. It has three protruding fins and slots in the top of a hundred or 230 foot tall 
rocket booster. And stacked together, it creates that 39 stories high uh, ship called the Big Falcon. And it looks like a fat, like, uh, version of, or maybe a thinner version of the Planet Express ship from Futurama. <laughs> Futurama? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, like painted white. This is part of his plan to colonize Mars. And it, the first step is getting to the moon where he will bring a Japanese billionaire named Yasuku Meizawa and a couple of art collectors. And he's an art collector, so he's bringing a bunch of artists with him on this week-long mission to the moon that they're calling Hashtag Dear Moon. Oh, okay. So that'll be the first tourist trip to a celestial body, if you will. That's wild, man. I couldn't even imagine. I don't want any part of the first, like, 500 trips. I want to make sure they get there and back. Then maybe I'll consider going. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, you could. would you go to Mars if, if like, people had been going for a while? People have been going for a while and there hadn't been any incidents. I would do it. I mean, shit, we can fly, like, across the country. I mean, it's inevitable that eventually we'll get spacecraft to where it's as safe. Yeah, I, I would hope so. That seems to be where we're headed, because yeah. in uh, 2022, he's hoping to send an uncrewed, uncrewed cargo mission to the Red Planet, and then following that, in two years later, in 2024, send humans uh, to go as well. And one of the cool things about this okay. big Falcon rocket is the fact that it's reusable, all of the parts on it. Uh, as Musk has always advantaged... Uh it saves a fortune when it comes to like actually sending things to space, man. And I, I recently learned that uh, he's a big fan of Kerbal Space Program. Hell yeah. I remember bringing that up on the show, man. He uh, he thinks it's a pretty dope game. Yeah, and you know, on like a lot of the Reddit uh, forums and stuff, they always have like little quotes from him and stuff. But this l- literally looks like something you could build in Kerbal Space Program. And I wonder... If that's where he came up with the design idea. If he's just sitting there, you know, changing <laughs> out fins and, like, loading extra rocket boosters. And what if I took this payload out? And he's like, all right, this is the one I'm going to unveil to the world. And he's just, like, testing it all on this little <laughs> program with these green guys that scream and blow up. <laughs> Hell it's yeah, exci- man. It, it's exciting. I mean, creativity comes from many different places. Definitely. I was going to say, you never know where the uh, genius was sparked from. Well, it's going to take genius minds like that to move us along in this world. Our next story, it's about the future as well. French train building company Alstom has built two hydrogen-powered trains that they delivered to Germany last week. And this is a big step as far as alternatives to diesel-fueled trains in Europe. Electrical trains such as like in New York City or whatnot, they're very expensive to set up these outposts that reuel the energy over the, the certain course of the track. So they're looking for an alternative to that. And okay. uh, that's where this company comes in, where they build hydrogen fuel trains. Now, the advantage over hydrogen versus electric is that there is no charge rate. There is no expensive uh, ports to, to fuel the rail. It all comes down to an instant fuel such as like fossil fuel. You just you fill the tank. You fill the fuel cell. Okay. So it makes it really quick to refuel. And... Uh, pretty cheap as well they're going to set up a bunch of these um refueling stations and it's going to be dramatically cheaper than any type of fossil fuel or electric as well really yeah and uh the range form is it's around 621 miles per for a full like uh fuel cell 
So, you know, they'll have to set it, you know, 500, every 500 miles, there will be a refuel station. But dramatically different than any other system that they have in Europe with the diesel, which is horrible. The, uh, the, fos- the print that it's making on the environment is terrible compared to hydrogen, obviously. Because, yeah, isn't the only exhaust water? From the hydrogen yes, fuel cell, exactly. Yeah, clean hydrogen fuel like will just provide like nothing but water, which is pretty cool. Maybe that could be the drinking water on the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. If only. I wonder if That's it's that pure. Line. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really cool to see, man. And uh, they can achieve speeds of ninety-one miles per hour, which is pretty legit. Nice. So I mean, there's no reason not to exceed in this this different fuel. Yeah, check it out. Switch switch over. It seems like it'd be a cleaner option. Cheaper, too, yeah. right? Yeah, man. And uh, so this test will happen. We'll see how this does. But, I mean, if it goes well, we'll see. You know, they're set up on a 62-mile stretch of the track. You could see them all just being replaced, man, with hydrogen, which is quite fascinating. And, you man. know, I'm really assuming a lot, a lot of these trains probably need updating, too. So oh, it's man. probably a better thing to just, you know, switch over at that point. You know, it's one of the things as American, you want to, like, do the, the backpacking and doing the trains across Europe. Yep. I've always heard, yeah, yeah, they're quite, uh, quite outdated. So hopefully this helps. A little bit of update for you. So uh, speaking of updates, we have a new little segment that we're doing here in tech called waste of space or time to update and we're talking about products that you might like or maybe you don't maybe you need maybe you definitely don't hopefully we'll be able to steer you in the right direction here away from the bad products and towards some of the good ones uh the first one that i picked as a good product is a laptop backpack with usb charging port okay and i i wouldn't say like any specific brand in general i would just say if you're a modern like worker you're gonna you know probably have a laptop you're probably gonna have notebooks a pencil uh maybe some snacks in there for you some sunscreen just like the everyday shit that you're gonna need that you don't want to carry around on your person one of these kind of backpacks is like totally worth it i have one myself that has a charging port on the uh, side of the bag so you can actually hook up one of those power banks on the inside of the bag and whenever your phone's running out because you've been out all day doing stuff you pop it right onto that charger on your bag you don't even have to take any of it out that's what's up man it's good to have that power pack on you these days man everything's fucking dying yeah seriously it's and you can never find like my phone runs out of battery all the time so it's it's something worth getting because then you can you know keep that power bank in there and also it usually if you get one of these bags it'll have a uh like a padded area for your laptop to keep it nice and nice and secure some of these even have anti-theft type things so that you can you know put your wallet in there in a secure place okay that's what's up man i'm a big fan of backpacks i've got a bunch I don't know why I'm some kind of backpack collector. But, <laughs> yeah, I got uh, a ton seems of like them. Some, it seems like something I'd like, man. I'm doing a lot of hiking. I do a lot of festivals. I could always use that extra battery pack. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I would also suggest getting one that has, you know, the water bottle and the, uh, like, flashlight holder or whatever else you want to put on. Umbrella holder maybe on the other side. Because uh, my that's one thing that I don't have on my, on my USB bag right now is a... Uh, uh, like place to put a water bottle or something. Yeah, you gotta have that. Gotta have those extra storages. And this one, you know, it goes. It's going for uh, thirty-five bucks, and I saw them for like oh. thirty, thirty-five to forty, fifty bucks. 
that's not bad at all. No, Jesus, not at you can all. spend that much on like a, a small battery backup for your phone. Right. So I would say that that's a good investment for yourself. That's something you want to time to update. Get rid of that old Jan Sport and fucking upgrade to one of these new modern day backpacks. The thing that I'm going to say is bad and you're going to want to avoid is the Apple Watch Series 4. Okay. Now, I'm not speaking any ill will towards the Apple Watch Series 3, if any of you out there have it. Actually, I think it's a really good piece of equipment, especially if you're into fitness or if you're, you know, have some health issues that you're trying to keep track of. Um, Even just for day-to-day making calls and sending texts, we had uh, the OIHO podcast in in chat before saying that they have them and they love the the Series 3. We got Cody coming from us from the Rogue Squadron podcast saying he's pissed. Oh I'm no! Assuming it's about this watch. Well, the the reason I'm saying I don't I don't think the series four is uh, worth it. I, I think that it's a waste of space. Is the fact that it's basically the three. There's not too okay. much different. Uh, it, it it's expensive. If you want to spend yeah. a bunch of money on something mm-hmm. that is essentially once they, I'm guessing once they have the five out uh, down the line, it's going to have kind of the same technology. And then the fours, they'll probably have a 4S or 4X or whatever the hell they want to yeah. make. That'll have the same exact technology in it. So for the price point that it's at right now, it's really, really expensive. I would just get the three. Maybe it's just me and the way that I like to operate with it. Now, I know that Cody has got the, I think you got the new iPhone too. So yeah. so there's people who like to be on top of that stuff. Absolutely. Cody's saying they can't move the needle every single year. Which yeah. Is, yeah, it's true, man. You see it with every tech development, whether it's, you know, like a, a watch or a phone. But, uh, you know, it's it's still a little deceiving to, like, put out a new product when it's, like, well, I'd say if they're not going to move different. the needle, then you need to uh, sit that sit that one out. You don't have to play yeah. every every uh, game. You don't need a new know? iWatch every year, like you know, like or a new iPhone or a or, new Samsung or, you know, or whatever. When you're making a, a massive improvement to it in some way, then I would say it's worth doing a whole other series on it. But yeah. it's just my opinion, so I'd say get yourself that backpack. Avoid the Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. I'm the same way. Not an Apple guy, though. I'm an Android guy. Hate me now. Guess what? <laughs> Apple's third in smartphone production. You got beat out by Huawei. So, so good. <laughs> We're moving along. The product that I want to talk about that I'm pretty excited for, Sony has been talking a little, a little bit. And uh, for Nostalgia Lane, they're bringing back the PlayStation 1 in a PS1 classic. That's fantastic. Now, usually I don't get excited about this. I didn't get excited when Nintendo released the NES classic. But, you know, PlayStation 1 was like my first console that was like, this was some day-breaking shit. Like, it was just the graphics were amazing at the time, and it was just so different than anything. So I'm pretty excited for this, man. It's coming out December 3rd. Ninety-nine, uh, ninety-nine for a price range. So hundred bucks, you got to drop to get this thing. It comes preloaded with twenty games. Oh, okay. I was know, wondering like, that. Yeah, it comes preloaded. It's got Final Fantasy, uh, Tekken, Ridge Racer. It's got a bunch of like random, you know, classics on it. Hopefully, it has like Tomb Raider, Twisted Metal, shit like that. Twisted really Metal like. would be sick. That would be really fucking sick. That's <laughs> the OG, and it comes with two controllers, which is really cool too. So you can get your multiplayer on. Nice. 
I'm really stoked about that. Hopefully it does um, accept the uh, multiplayer tab so you can do the four player. You remember how old school PlayStation you had to have that little like fucking extension? Yeah, it and was it like another three. Piece. Yeah, it would have like three on it so that you could put it into the second player port to have four players. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm hoping they're, they're going to have that. But man, this thing is dramatically different in size wise so like uh to give you a comparison of what it is in size to the original 1994 playstation it is about it's a little less than a third of the size a th wow it's just like a four by six like, it's like the size of a cd small yeah, it's it's really small and uh obviously it's not going to take any cd um the um open button will serve as a method to go to the main menu and change your games Oh, okay. But it will still be there. Like it'll look. It'll still exactly pop like open, your like you're putting a disc in. I don't know if it'll pop open, but I know it'll. It'll. You hit the open button. It's identical to the old school PlayStation, like the original 1994 release, which I really fucking dig because they made that. Ple uh, do you remember the PS1 Slim? Yes. It looks so much different. I was like, I kind of don't like it. Cause or was it, it was it, it the PS2 Slim? No, the PlayStation 1 had a Slim they 2. They had a Slim? Okay. It was when the PS2 was released. That was already. a big fad for a lot of the years. It was yeah. just like making a thinner version of a console. Yeah. I just, I love that old school PlayStation look. It reminds me of like the Sega CD. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad they stuck to the format of that. You know, gr granted, it's all just, just apparent from you know cosmetics but whatever <laughs> i like that i it's like cool. that and uh i'm looking forward throwback. to this i'm probably gonna pick it up man and uh assuming it's like the nes you'll be able to hook it up to your computer and add more games so it's not limited to the 20 games nice. that it does come with. you can add some so, more on you can add more so we'll see how this goes i'm looking forward to that moving along to the thing i'm not looking forward to man amazon is killing it with a lot of things but this is one thing they are not killing it with Recently, they've had talks about their uh, smart microwave. It's going to come at you at a base rate of $59.99, which is dirt cheap for a microwave, right? I don't know. Like, I haven't bought a microwave in a while. I don't know what I they I bought a microwave for. maybe like a year, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah, 100 cost bucks. me a good one. It probably cost me like, you know, like 160 bucks or something. Yeah. So it was dramatically different. This thing is a, it's a little fucking teeny microwave and... Uh, as Amazon, would you would expect with Amazon, it is Alexa powered. That's the whole reason of them releasing this smart microwave. Oh, okay. So, like, let me guess. You could like put some popcorn in there, and then from like, and then later when you're on your couch, you're like, oh yeah, I wanted to heat that up. Hey, Alexa, can you uh, you know start the microwave? Ah, uh, not really. That's the thing that I have against this. So basically, it's just like a regular microwave. You put your item in potato, popcorn, whatever the fuck you are heating up. Close the thing. You still have to press a button, and it has to be paired to a, uh, another Alexa device, such right. as, like, you know, the little Alexa, the TV Alexa, whatever you the have. Dot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you got to have one of those hooked up. You got to press a button on the microwave and then say it. Like, That's popcorn. or kind of pointless. Two minutes. It's really so it's like, pointless, in fact. It'd be cool if you slammed the door and said, Alexa microwave for two minutes yeah maybe some popcorn but that's not the case at all man it's you gotta press a button and then fucking talk to alexa so, which is just adding another step i was gonna opinion. say why are you getting her involved yeah that's why i don't get it um in their defense like their opinion is that this is just a step to incorporating every you know like the site of what a smart home could be incorporating everything into one aspect to where like everything's ran by vocal 
uh, command. They started at a very odd point. A very odd point, man. I just, why couldn't you just close the door and say, Alexa, fucking microwave my potato? Yeah, that would make so much uh, more sense. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm hoping they make some revisions there and uh, things get a little smoother, but uh, I don't have high hopes for the uh, Amazon Alexa enabled microwave. Yeah, man. $59.99. It's <laughs> a good ridiculous. deal for a reason. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's some things that are uh, worth checking out, some things that are worth avoiding. That's, uh, that's all we got for you in the tech sector. But now, as we move on towards the Wheel of Weird, we want you to hear something from the Fiercely Altered Perspective podcast. Hi, I'm Quinn. And I'm Ember. And this is The Fat Pod. Also known as the Fiercely Altered Perspective Podcast. Here we take topics and put our own twist on them, giving you another perspective to stories that you know and love, and some you've never heard about, combining our interests, deep research, humor, and storytelling into one complex podcast. Talking heavy on true crime, plus other great topics such as vampires, cults, cannibalism, aliens, conspiracy theories, mythology, folklore, creepy history, and how the hell we haven't managed to completely kill off the human race. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts can be found, simply by searching for Fiercely Altered Perspective. Be sure to follow us on social media, all at The Fat Pod, and join our Facebook group, The Fat Lounge, to join our discussion threads, to give us your perspective on each episode and get a chance to get a shout out on the next show. back with the wheel of weird this is a little game that matt and i like to play where uh we dive into the world of wiki unusual yeah this is a self-crafted uh game that we've made up where we spin a little weird wheel and it's really it's a it's a little fidget spinner i'm not gonna lie until we get a little more we're we're working on developing the official wheel yeah we have some ideas matt's gonna give it a spin and we got a person, place, or thing. What, what's our what's our outcome, Matt? Well, we already spun. The outcome is person. So we are stuck on person for today. Person. All right. Actually, we did person last time. We're doing person again this time. This time we're talking about Lay Petomain, who was okay. a, a French performer. And he was a French flatulist. Uh, what? He was a professional farter, Matt. Okay. The man. The man. I lived, didn't know there was profession in this. Yeah, he was the entertainer, and uh, he lived from eighteen uh, June first, eighteen fifty-seven to nineteen forty-five. Sometime in nineteen forty-five, um, he was famous for his <laughs> remarkable control of his abdominal muscles, which enabled him to seemingly fart at will. His stage name <laughs> okay. combines the French verb "pater" to fart with the. <laughs> Main, main, or main, or maniac. So he's a fart maniac. A fart maniac. I yeah. feel like this is something I encountered in Pokemon. It's like <laughs> you encountered fart maniac, and he wants to fight. Yeah, and you got to catch him with a uh, with a Pokeball full of beans. God. So uh, oh, he man. he would actually perform for like royalty and shit. 
I didn't realize that royalty was into flatulence. It, well, it was an art at that time, you know. Uh, <laughs> art's very subjective. And he wasn't and actually... Art was limited then, I guess, right? Yeah. The, uh... The, he wasn't actually farting. That's, that's one of the common misconceptions about him. He was rather oh. inhaling air into his rectum and then controlled the release of that air with his anus, anal sphincter muscles. So he was sucking in so with like, his asshole and then blowing it out. <laughs> no, you're just simulating an asshole flute of some sorts, and that's definitely not historical Well, what's the difference between a flautist and a flatulist? I doubt he sounded anything like that. It's where you put, it's where you put the flute, man. Ah, uh, was there? Wait, was there a flute? Said? No, no he was. He Pardon? played solo. He just played solo, right? Like no, <laughs> he no solo. flute. Okay, man. And he has a storied history. We're gonna be posting his uh, <laughs> his uh, Wikipedia page up on uh, the Facebook page. Um, I'm not the telling you fartist. when. Just look out for it. Look out for that. It's coming at you hot. Like That's, his flatulence. Yeah, man. That's insane. That That is insane. Oh, my God. I can't think of a better way to wrap this shit up besides with the greatest flatulence. La Pataman. Well, check us out on Facebook, people. We thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we hope you stop by the Facebook and check out the live streams on there. And uh, also check out the American Slackers group. There's a bunch of other slackers just like yourself where you can tune in and uh, have a little conversation. Figure out what's going on. Also, stop by the Instagram. We got the promos for each and every show. American Slacker Podcast on Instagram. And the website, the main hub. It'll have everything you need. AmericanSlackerPodcast.com slash ASPodcast.com If you want to get at us on Twitter or Reddit, you can find us there at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast because of character limits. Um, <laughs> you can find all of our episodes on YouTube along with our interview episodes where we bring in uh, interesting guests. And you can also rate and review us on iTunes, which is much appreciated. We always say five stars or nothing, and we implore you to tell a friend about the show so we can create more American slackers. And they don't have to be American. Uh, you know, that's they could be from Europe. They could be from Australia. They we could, love all of our slackers We're from Asia. Antarctica. Yeah. Asian slackers are just as good. I'll tell you. We also want to send a big thank you to everyone watching on our inaugural uh, Facebook Live and our Instagram. Woo! We we oh, want to yeah. you know always show you guys love for showing up and watching us do this and contributing your input. Uh, uh, Cody, Dave, uh, John on Facebook. IO podcast. Uh, yeah. IOHO podcast. IOHO podcast. We got a bunch of people. Airborne popped in, so always good to yeah. see and hear from everyone. Hell yeah. Open mic podcast. Last last shout out. You got to give him one. Also, hey, everybody, if one of you beautiful motherfuckers wants to send us an email, guess what? It's just as easy as typing in americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. You will get us. I promise we will respond immediately. And also, hey, if you if you need to be entertained, if you're that Monday is fucking cranking away at you, you're just, how am I going to get through this shitty day? Check out Spotify, man. The playlist, American Slacker Podcast, will keep you going. We have all the artists that we featured on the show, some we've had on the show, and hey, the show's on there as well. So if you want to just listen to two dudes that will rock your fucking socks off, guess what? Spotify's the place, American Slacker Podcast. 
You can also help out the show by becoming a Patreon slacker over at patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast. There's also links on our website, which Matt mentioned before. Big thanks to some of our supporters, David Gunn, Seth Anders, Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette Podcast, and Aaron W. from the SNIM Podcast. I'd also like to mention uh, we have merch up on our website, or you can go straight to our shop at americanslackerpodcast.bigcartel.com. Hell yes. And uh, check us out on a personal level if you want it. You can catch me on Instagram at MWG Media and on Xbox Live at Matty G from HV. And you can find me on all that shit at Landers the Plane. Until next time, that's it. There you go.